Hello and welcome to the Five Lights Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Herrick, and in this episode called Aussie, 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 guess what? We'll be looking ahead to the first race of the 2016 season in Melbourne. I cannot wait for it. So we'll be giving you the five reasons why we love the Australian Grand Prix. We'll also be going through my Badger GP predictions and fantasy team for the year. So without any further ado... It's lights out and away we go! It certainly is. So we're going to look ahead to the Australian Grand Prix then. The first race of the longest season ever with 21 races. I'm going to give you the five reasons why I love this Grand Prix. It's so good. So reason number one then. Let's get some music in the background. Reason number one. Uh, this is the new season. It's the start of the season. So the thing we look out for is the new cars and the new drivers. So Lotus, uh, Lotus uh, Renault, sorry, not Lotus anymore. Renault obviously uh, unveiled their new yellow livery this week. Looking a little bit like a banana, as Kevin Magnussen said. But we like to see the new liveries and the new teams like Haas F1 taking the track up to 22 cars again this year. Which I love to see the more cars the better and obviously we get to have a look at the new drivers Rio Harianto, Pascal Verlein, Julian Palmer so we'll get to see how they do also with a new season comes new regulations so we've got the big one this year which is the qualification how that's changed I went through a little bit about that in the previous podcast um, and we've also got the new tyre regulations as complicated as they are and as a little bit mind-boggling as they are there is a video on our Facebook page to sort of describe it a little bit and go through it because it is massively complicated we've got that to see how that works and the new radio regulations drivers not being able to be nannied as much as they used to be in the past so we'll see how the drivers cope with that so there's a lot of testing and probing going on in this first race to see how the drivers cope with the new regulations and how they cope with their new cars reason number two turn one australia's turn one is absolutely fantastic the guys get down there at 188 mile an hour into that break zone it's a drs corner as well and at the first ever and uh, the first lap it can be absolute carnage and chaos. We've seen so many collisions going through there. The most popular, the most uh, not popular, the most uh, memorable one being when uh, Ralph Schumacher took off over the top of Rubens Barrichello's Ferrari and just launched himself over the top there. You can have some quite big accidents going down into the turn one, so we always get excited about seeing what's going on there. Last year, obviously, we lost Pastor, uh, Pastor Maldonado. Not racing with us this season, unfortunately. We're going to miss old Crash Der, but. You know, it can take a few high-profile casualties as well. Reason number three, lots of overtaking. Australia has loads of opportunities for overtaking. I spoke about turn one at the end of a DRS zone, but there's also turn three, which is again another uh, DRS zone. But there's other opportunities as well. You're not just restricted to the DRS zones. There's turn 13, turn 11. You could also get a little bit nifty into turn 15. So there's opportunities all throughout the track. And with masters of overtaking like Max Verstappen, as young as he is, on the track, there's always opportunities for those last-minute overtakes. Overtakes can also go wrong. We've seen a lot of collisions through overtaking in the past. Um, namely, Robert Kubica on the last lap. Remember him being in quite a high position to take some good points, crashing out on a Dandere move going into turn three. Reason number four, it always gives us surprises. So in the past, Melbourne has thrown up some right uh, surprises. One of them being uh, Mark Webber grabbing his first points, uh, finishing sixth in the Minardi a few years ago. And also it gives us a few disqualifications as well. So we've had uh, Daniel Ricciardo who finished third. He got disqualified. We had Lewis Hamilton disqualified a few years previous as well. So 
The Australian Grand Prix isn't really over until the stewards have had their say, so uh, always look out for those ones. The other, the fourth, uh, the fifth reason, sorry, the fifth and final reason is qualifying isn't the be-all and end-all. Less than half the races at Melbourne have been won from poles. So, yes, you can run the fastest lap on the Saturday, but it doesn't necessarily guarantee victory on the Sunday. Of course, it never guarantees victory, but there are some races where if you get pole, you're pretty much certified to get those winning points. Uh, not so much in Australia, as there are so many opportunities for overtaking, so... Saturday is important, but it's not as important. So that's the five main reasons why I absolutely love the Australian Grand Prix, and I cannot wait to get into this season. It's so many exciting twists and turns on the horizon. I watched free practice one and two this morning in the wet. Not something you very much uh, you see very much in Australia, but it looks like it's going to be dry over the next couple of days. So cloudy on Saturday with a nice. Back to normal sunny day on Sunday, so we'll have a dry race by the looks of it. A little bit disappointing, it'll be interesting to see in the wet, but Australia still throws up so many surprises, whatever the weather. Uh, one thing we need to do before we go into Australia is our Badger GP predictions, and I have a Badger GP league set up. It's called the Five Lights League, we had it last year, and if you want to join the Five Lights League, the code is on the Facebook page. I'll read it out now, but you might not have a pen and paper to hand. So you can find it on the Facebook page. The code is 1347731. That's 1347731. And it's the five, spelt F-I-V-E, the Five Lights League. So look out for that one. My team this year, I've gone for a different name, is called the Maldonados in honour of our lost Formula One friend. It won't be the same without him this year. It won't be that chaos in every single race and we won't have someone to, to laugh at. Unless someone else picks up the mantle. Someone else might pick up the crash door mantle. We'll see. So I've already picked my team and I've already done my predictions, even though free practice didn't really throw up any sort of clues as to what was going to go on. Um, the team I've gone for this year, I've gone for Vettel from Ferrari, Ricciardo from uh, Red Bull and Science Junior from Toro Rosso. They're my three drivers at the moment. The teams I've gone for are Mercedes, Putting a bit of a banker in there, hoping that they'll be as successful as they were last year. Toro Rosso, who could be a sneaky uh, in for some good points this year. They were they did quite well last year. Had a few reliability issues, and Science Junior went through a spell of not finishing uh, many races. And I've also thrown in Renault as well. I think they're going to do quite well this year. They didn't do too badly as Lotus towards the end of the year, but I think Renault will be much improved with a bit more sort of money behind them some very good drivers in Jolian Palmer and Kevin Magnussen so hopefully they'll come good for me so what are my predictions who do I think is going to do well here Badger GP have actually changed one of the predictions for this year so they've actually put in first to retire this year which is a quite a, quite a good one to pick actually it's quite an interesting angle to take so for pole I did initially think Nico Rosberg but after seeing free practice I've gone for Lewis Hamilton. I think Lewis Hamilton is the faster of the two Mercedes, and I do think it will be a Mercedes on pole. There's a lot of chatter that Ferrari might have something up their sleeve, but I'm going to stick uh, to the form book from the end of last year and go for Lewis Hamilton. I've given Sebastian Vettel, the Ferrari driver, the fastest lap. I think he's going to be chasing down the pack, and I think he's going to be putting down some rubber to try and catch up to the two Mercedes drivers. So I've given him fastest lap. First to retire, I've gone for Romain Grosjean. Now, Obviously, he was in the same team as Pastor Maldonado last year, so I don't know whether that's sort of negativity by association. Who knows? But he's driving for Haas this year. 
I just got a feeling that uh, Haas might might have a few technical issues, prefer uh, probably on the first race. So I've just put Roman Grosjean down, and he he is occasionally has a tendency to to get embroiled in an accident. So I've put him down. Safety cars, I've gone for one. Now there has been a few safety cars in the past here at Australia, so I've just gone for one, uh, and maybe there might be two. Pre maybe we'll see, but I've I've gone for one. So who do I think will finish first, second, and third then? So in first place, I've gone for Lewis Hamilton. I've put him at pole. I know that I said that less than half the races have been won from pole here, but I think if Lewis gets the pole, he'll gallop off and he will win the race. I've stuck Rosberg in at second place. So the Mercedes 1-2. Hopefully it's not the case. I'd like to see a mix-up from last year. I wouldn't want to see the same form, but then I have gone for Vettel in third, which would be following exactly the same form as what we had last year. So Hamilton first, Rosberg second, and Vettel in third so that's it they're my predictions what are yours let me know on the facebook page or via our twitter feed at five lights pod and that's five the number five not the word five at five lights pod so the australian grand prix is upon us remember to set your alarm clocks it's 5 a.m in the morning in the uk uh, so you need to get some sleep get up nice and early and i'll be on facebook and i'll be on twitter chatting away so feel free to chat back to me and we can talk about hopefully an amazing australian grand prix enjoy the weekend get lots of f1 in and also get lots of sleep this is the end of the five lights podcast episode two we'll be doing episode three after the australian grand prix where i'll give you the five points i took away from the race until then see you later